Welcome to the Word of Life Center podcast. It's our desire that today's message would equip and empower you to see the Word of God bring life to your life. Let me read this scripture to you. Ephesians 6, verses 2 and 3 says, Honor your father and mother. This is the first commandment with a promise. Pay close attention to that. This is the first commandment with a promise. If you honor your father and mother, things will go well for you. If you honor your father and mother, things will, not maybe, not I hope so, there's a chance. No, it says things will go well for you and you'll have a long life on the earth. Ladies and gentlemen, one of the most powerful things that we can do on this planet is honor our fathers. But since we're talking about mothers, it is Mother's Day. To honor our mothers is one of the most powerful things that we can do while we are breathing on this planet. Can someone say amen to that? Because the Bible doesn't say just do it. It also gives the result of our action or our faith expressed in what God's word says about showing honor to our parents, showing honor to our mothers, and showing honor to our fathers. If you want your life to be good, if you want your life to be better, if you want to live a long life, is there anybody in the room that just wants to live a long life? I mean, just, you know, suck all the life we can out of this life on the planet, and then we're going to go to heaven. Is there anybody in the house that wants to do that? Well, I can tell you a good way for that to happen. If you honor, show honor. Well, the word honor really means to, it just, it just means to show a value. It's just, a, I, I value you. I express that value. And so this morning, that's what we're here to do. Uh, but before we proceed in the service, I want to welcome everybody who is watching live stream this morning. Uh, Word of Life Center, let's watch. Let's give everybody who's watching a great big hand this morning. So thankful that through technology, you're a part of this service, or maybe you're watching it on the archives. Either way, we want to say welcome. And if you're in the area or you live in the area, why don't you drop by and say hello to us in person sometime? Uh, we know we look really, really good on the device that you're watching us on, but we look amazing in purpose, uh, excuse me, in person. So why don't you just drop by sometime and say hello to us? And we promise you, we will treat you just like this is your home. Uh, one of the ways we're going to honor our moms this morning is we've got some muffins for the mothers in the house. I've worked all week on these muffins. I mean, I've been baking all week. That's not true. But nevertheless, this is true. When you walk out the doors uh, after the service, uh, ladies, uh, moms, uh, please uh, make sure you get uh, muffins. They're somewhere in the foyer, and we have some others that are in uh, the, uh, uh, the lobby. And so make sure you stop by and get some of those. And gentlemen and, and, and children, uh, you can drop by the, uh, the, the kids' table and, and, and pick up some things from the uh, bake sale that the kids have going on today. Uh, all of that goes towards getting our children to camp. Listen, there's something very special about getting kids away and getting them in the presence of God. And, and these goods that are being sold all go towards that. So the, the muffins are free, but the stuff on the table are not. <laughs> but it does go to a, 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 good, a good cause. Um, Today, uh, I, I'm going to do, I'm going to preach a little bit differently. Typically, it's just me up here preaching uh, when it's my turn in the rotation to preach. But today, I've got a, a very special uh, friend, and uh, she also happens to be uh, my wife. She is my best friend, and also, she's the greatest mom on the planet. So, would you welcome my wife, my best friend, wife to, a mother to our children? This is Sandy. And you are hot too. I'm just, I was just thinking, man, alive. 
Let me get the microphone. <laughs> I was thinking a minute ago, you are looking good. Well, the, <laughs> we better stop and sit down and then... Uh, I'm getting all distracted. So I'm about to break out in a sweat up here. So anyway. I was thinking that. Well, thank you. Thank this you. is our life group. So yeah, yeah. We're, we just pretend like you're part of our life group. Matter of fact, uh, uh, relationships are one of our values here at Word of Life. And uh, one of the ways that we walk out that value is we have life groups. And we're actually wrapping up the, this semester, our spring semester. But we have our summer semester that we're going to be launching soon. And then we'll roll into our fall semester. If you're not in a group, we encourage you to get in one. Sandy and I actually, uh, we host two, two groups. And uh, they've been, been awesome. And, and yes. so today we'll just pretend like we're just all in one big life group today, right? This is the living room. This so. is the living room. Okay, <laughs> that's a good way to say that. Yeah. So what we want to do this morning is that we want to honor you moms just uh, certainly by our, with our muffins that we're giving away. And that's just a small token of our appreciation. But we also just want to say thank you. Yes. Thank we just you. want to say thank you. And so we've got several reasons here that we have to say thank you, mom, for all that you do and all that you are. So, Sadie, why don't you get us started with the very first thank you to the moms that are here in the place. Okay, I will. Um, moms, thank you for saying yes to life. This is a really great point. Um, Psalms 127.3 says that children are a gift from the Lord. Um, they are a reward from Him. Um, I kind of want to chuckle a little bit when I read that. There's times, and moms, you can identify with this, that maybe when the babies were really little and they have their days and nights mixed up and you're at 2 o'clock in the morning, you're going, I'm not so sure about this reward. I'm not so sure about this <laughs> blessing. <laughs> but yes, they are. Ultimately, yes, they are. Yeah. They're a blessing. They're a gift from God. And um, But the enemy has a track record of wanting to take our children out. That's right. Yeah. And um, we see this begin in um, Exodus 1 when Pharaoh set forth a decree and basically was um, any newborn baby boy must be thrown into the Nile River. Then we also see um, in Matthew 2 where Herod um, gives an order that every male child under the age of two must be put to death. Mm. So we begin to see a progression here. And at this point now, where we are at in time, uh, it's estimated that 1.1 million babies are being aborted um, yearly in the United States. So that's, that's not a good thing. So but but, we want to say this. Thanks, Mom, for saying yes to life. Yes, somebody, yes, we, I yes. think we need to, yes, we need, yes. we need to celebrate that. Yeah, yes. it, is such, it is such a big deal. And we, we look at that statistic and we, go, we look at that trend. It's a pattern that you see. And, and we go, why, why is this happening? Why, why is it? And, and the reason for this is that, that the enemy, he, he hates kids. He, matter of fact, I'll take it. He hates human beings. Yes, yeah. And, and he, he can't, Satan can't get to God, so he goes after humans. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He can't get to God personally. He can't do anything to God personally. So what he does is he goes over, goes after those who God cares about the most, and that's people. Yes. Guys, that, that's the, the enemy. The enemy, when he looks at a child, he sees a potential threat. Right, right. Because that child has purpose and that child has destiny within that. that, that but God's got a plan and a purpose uh, for that child, which is to give the enemy a bad time. Can somebody right, take right, me to that? Yeah, yeah. And that, that's the reason that, that historically we see just that pattern of the enemy going after uh, again and again and again kids. And, and so that's the reason, listen, that's the reason we've got to stand as a church. The world's not going to stand and, and, and fight this like the church can. That's the reason as a church, we've got to stand and pray and believe God and, 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 and to 
vote. Yes, yes. To vote and do the right thing because life, listen to me, life is precious. Life is precious. So again, moms, we want to say thank you. Thank you, thank you for saying yes, yes. to yes life. And you something else that you wanted to, to yeah, tag on to that. Um, you know, I do realize uh, in the size of a room that, you know, there may be um, some women here that may have not have said yes to life at, at one point. And um, I just want to just tell you that um, our Father, God, is such a merciful and forgiving and loving Father. And He wants to extend that to you if you haven't already received that. Um, um, 2 Corinthians 1.3 says, God is our merciful Father, and He is the source of all comfort. And so really, all you have to do is just reach out to Him. Just ask, and He's right there. You take that step towards Him, and He'll take five million steps to you just to meet you right where you're at and to touch your heart and let healing begin in your life. So um, anyway, I just felt like I just needed to share that. It's so good though. It's good because that is a, that is a wound that penetrates a woman's soul. But but God can, God can reach those places and heal those places with his mercy and grace. Does anybody believe that? I I just do. I believe that I can, can, can heal that and just give a fresh start. Amen. Um, the, the next, the next thank you that we want to give this morning is um, we know you said yes to life, but but that we also say thanks for saying no to us. Yes. Thanks for saying no to us. And I know there are a lot of kids in the room who be like, oh I wish gosh, you would have no. skipped this one. <laughs> but, but, but thank you for saying no to us. And the reason we say that, the reason we're, we're presenting this and saying thank you is because no is what helps us establish good boundaries. Mm-hmm. Right. The last thing, parents, that we need to do as parents is let our children do anything that they want when they want it. Yes, yeah. Can I have a better amen than that? Amen. I don't expect many from the teenagers or anything <laughs> like that. They're like, Pastor John, please move on. Don't, 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 don't talk about that. But listen to what Proverbs 1.8 says. It says, my son, listen to your father's advice and don't turn away from your mother's teaching. Mm-hmm. Don't turn away from your mother's teaching. There are times, and we know this, Mom, that you have to say no. And it's a good thing to say no because no, not just no doesn't create the boundaries. You establish boundaries. Right, right. Mm-hmm. You, you, you establish godly boundaries and help children with that because I've said this uh, many, many times and that is, is, you know, we're all one step away from doing something stupid. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And, and, and that's true for us as adults but also for children. And, and a lot of times children just don't know. And that's the reason they need boundaries and when they get close to those boundaries, it's a good thing for us to say no. And trust me, they will push the boundaries. I could stand up here and tell you a lot of stories around the Welch household of the kids just kind of pushing boundaries. But but I, I would watch Sandy often. She would take the stand and say, no, we're, we're not going to do that. No, we're not going to think that way. No, we're not going to talk that way. No, we're not going to believe that way. And and so those boundaries are protective and they help protect our children. So mom, thanks for saying no. Boundaries, here, here's another good good thought. Boundaries also create stability. Yes. Yeah. They help create stability that, that children desperately need. Mm-hmm. Kids need stability in their life. Sandy, what, Sandy's got a, a, a really, really uh, cool story about, about that, that that happened a few years um, ago. When we lived in Laramie, Wyoming, um, uh, I was in the I worked in education, and so um, I got some. A shout out for all the educators that Absolutely. are in the room, you know. Yeah. Yes, yes. Absolutely. Put your hand to the plow. Stay. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> 
Um, anyway, um, there was a young man um, that I had in my class, and he was in ninth grade, and he was just like the perfect student, straight A student. He was more concerned about the percentages of his A's, and I was like, "Well, this is great." I didn't and, have that problem in high school, but never mind. I was <laughs> celebrating a C in the name of Jesus. Yes, yeah. Yes. <laughs> And then, um, and he excelled in athletics, just very involved, yeah, just very committed kid. young man. You can tell that he, he was looking forward to the future. And um, uh, so Christmas holidays roll around, and I'm talking with the kids, and, um, hey, you guys looking forward to a break? And, of course, you know, most of them are like, yes, I'm ready for a break. I'm ready to just kind of do my own thing. And, you know, he surprised me, and he said, no, I'm not. I'm, I'm really not. And I thought, gosh, that's different. That's a shock. And, um, and, and I said, why? Why, Cameron? Why, why is that? And he said, well, um, you know, my parents are divorced, and, you know, we get that. And, and um, uh, so I ha- I'm back and forth through, you know, two different homes, and there is no stability. He said there's no structure during this time of the year. Um, there's a lot of partying. It's a rough, there's a lot of, yeah. yeah, yeah, just a lot of, he said, not going to bed at the same time. School, he says, is my structure. This is my, my boundaries. This is stability for me. And that just struck me as kind of odd to hear that from a young man. But um, that, that was kind of the deal for him. He just found that stability and, and liked the boundaries that um, school created for his life. So Yeah, and a lot of times, you know, the kids will push against those boundaries, but again, they really like it. They don't know they that do. they like it. They do, yeah. They'll until, make you think that they maybe don't. Maybe a little bit but, later. Maybe a little bit later, yeah. they'll go, oh, I'm so thankful yes, that, that you know, thankful. mom said no and maintain those healthy those healthy boundaries and standards in, 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 in our home. Another thing uh, that boundaries do is that boundaries prepare our kids for life. Yeah. Because yeah. listen, when they, when, they, when they go to college and they go into the workforce, guess what they're going to have? Boundaries. <laughs> a lot of times kids are shocked that I have to be at work at a certain time. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, so th- those boundaries are good. So mom, moms, thank you for saying, thank you for saying no and creating those, helping us maintain those, those boundaries in our, in our lives, in our homes. Okay. Our next one, moms, thanks for the encouraging words. Proverbs fifteen twenty three says, everyone enjoys a fitting reply. It is wonderful to say the right thing at the right time. The right thing at the right time. <laughs> Go ahead. Well, I lost my place here. Um, I think you had something you I wanted do. to throw on that. I was going to share my story there. I, I was going to jump right in. Fire something else off over there. I was going to let you go. But anyway. <laughs> no, no, no. Go ahead. Um, I, talking about encouraging words, uh, I, my dad is a football coach. And so I grew up in an athletic home and, and you know, was very involved with team sports. I uh, played baseball and, and loved to play football. And uh, I played uh, I played quarterback, and um, and so I'll never forget this. We'd go to we'd have the games and games going. You got the crowd in the stands. You got the cheerleaders are cheering, and you got the bands going on, uh, going on. And above all of that, all that noise, I could hear my mom. I could hear my mom. Go, John! I mean, you could just hear above everything, and I could just hear so so clearly. You know, just hear her voice. And and, and then one time, I was in the huddle. We were in the huddle, and and you. You know, uh, we just got got there and got everybody kind of, you know, in place and getting ready to play, uh, call the play. And and I heard mom, you know, mom's voice. Did, she did it again. She said, "Oh, go, John." You know. And so one of my teammates said, "Well, your mother's got the biggest mouth. I'm telling, we can hear her over everything." And so 
But you know what? I liked it. You know what I'm saying? I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad mom was about louder than the band and louder than everything else because I almost want to say, well, I don't hear your mama shouting anything to you. But, but uh, anyway, I'm going to start fighting the huddle. And so, um, but, but, but anyway, those words uh, meant a lot to me. But, but there were some other things that mom spoke over me and to me consistently consistently and, and the words uh, where mom would say this uh, over and over and over she would say uh, John you're a leader you're not a follower <laughs> getting ready to walk out going to school John you are a leader you're not a follower That's right. <laughs> getting ready to go out and, and just you know do whatever John you are a leader and, and not a follower Obviously, it made an impact because I still remember it today. Mm-hmm. And, and, and so I want to say to moms, and really everybody else in the room, but specifically to moms, your words matter. Yes, yes, yes. Your words matter. They may not acknowledge when you say it. They may, they may go roll their eyes because they've heard it so many times. But I'm telling you, your words will penetrate their soul and begin to form some things in their soul. That's the reason it's important to say encouraging words. Yes, Don't always yes. tell them what they're not and what they're not doing. Tell them who they are, even when they don't look like like it. You just declare it over them and let them hear that because words make a difference. Can somebody yeah, say me yeah. to that? Yeah, let your words build them up and absolutely, not, not absolutely. Yeah. As a matter of fact, let me. I'm going to say this, and and this is in context to you know our vision here at our church and what we do here on our weekends and and our and our weekday services too. Uh, our kids ministry, our kids ministry is not a babysitting service. Right. I want you to know that, parents. Yes. So when you and you go and you check your kids in, you drop your kids off. They're they're just they're just not handed off to someone who's going to sit with them. I can tell you what's going on in those rooms mm-hmm. in those classes. There are words of truth being spoken over them. There's the word of God that's being spoken over them. They're worshiping, and and I'm telling you that they 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 are hearing encouraging words in those kids ministry. Yes. Let me say this: yes. if you want to make a difference on a weekend, you want to make a difference here at Word of Life Center. Get involved in kids ministry. Right, right, yeah. Thank you for that overwhelming yes, response. Yes. Yeah, because you're probably thinking, I, I'm not going to get up in front of the kids and say anything. You don't have to. Right. There, there, there are opportunities where you work check-in. There's crowd control. You're uh, putting together snacks. You're just. But the, the most important thing is that you're part of a group. You're part of a group of people who are ministering to those kids and speaking words of life into those kids. Amen. And you're probably Amen. going, now, how can I be a part of that? Well, it's very easy. If you haven't already been to Discover, go through Discover, and we'll help you be a part of those teams. And you say, <laughs> Well, when is Discover? I'm glad you asked. It's the first two Sundays of every month during the second service, and we'll help you get involved and make a difference in the next generation in our kids and our kids' ministry. Can I have some big amen to amen, that? Amen. Because amen? words really matter. And so, Mom, thank you for those encouraging words. Another one is this. Here's another word, another thank you. Thanks, Mom, uh, for being an example to us. And I, I, you're supposed to say that, but yeah. I thought I would. That's all uh, right. Go th- ahead. Thanks, Mom, for being <laughs> a, an example to us. Uh, Sandy, go ahead and the, the thought that you've got there, go ahead and, and, and say that. I, I think it's appropriate that you should. You know, um, so many times as moms, we feel the pressure to be perfect. You know, we compare ourselves to others. 
And, um, but you don't have to be the perfect mom. Our children just need a faith. That they need to see faith that they can follow after. That's right. And so you can just be strong in that faith and live that example before um, your children. I, I think about my mom personally. She's actually, she's not here this morning. She is at her church. She's doing, serving in her church. And, um, but, but anyway, I remember as a kid, um, there were times that my mom, she, she taught, she was a teacher, um, in, in the church and she was, she taught from the platform. She was in the main sanctuary, which at that time was really not, you know, acceptable. In fact, there was several men in the church at one point in time that was like, you know, that's just not for today. That woman doesn't need to be up there. She needs to be doing Sunday school. They just need to get saved. They need to get saved. Yeah. But she kept on keeping on. And she, um, of course, obviously the pastor wanted her up there because she was up there. But, um, but that, I I remember that that made a, a big impression upon my life. That's a faith that I can follow after. And it doesn't mean that you have to be on the platform. It can be in anything. It's the way that you live your yeah. life. Yeah, that's good. 2 um, Timothy one five says, I'm reminded of your sincere faith, which first lived in your grandmother, Lois, and in your mother, Eunice, and I am persuaded now lives in you also. It's generational. I think you had something you want to add on that, didn't you? Your children can't live off your faith forever, but they can follow it forever. Right. They can't live off of your faith. There is a season where your children can live off of your faith, but there there comes a time where they have to develop their own faith. Mm -hmm. Can I have a better amen than that, parents? They they have to. As a matter of fact, you're not doing your children a favor if you continually allow them to live off of your faith. Right, right. You have to teach them, instruct them to start living on their own faith and learning how to trust God and believe God. But, but your example to them can, can, can last forever, and it will last forever. Mm-hmm. And, and so, so let me just say this, too, for, for, for some moms that you feel like that maybe you haven't gotten that part right. Maybe you struggled a little bit in that part. Let, let me just say this. It doesn't necessarily matter how you start. It's, it matters how you finish. Yes, it's definitely. That's how, it's how you it d- finish. Doesn't, it doesn't matter really how you start. Mm-hmm. Really, it matters how you finish. I, I, I was thinking the other day about a woman by the name of Bathsheba. You may remember Bathsheba? Bathsheba was, uh, if, you, if you know very much about her life, um, her, her motherhood for her didn't start off right. Mm-hmm. But, but she gave birth to a son. His name was Solomon. Yes. I think Bathsheba finished okay. He's only the, <laughs> one of the wisest men on the planet and, you know, one of the most wealthy people on the planet in recorded history. I think, I think, I think, I think she finished pretty strong. Can somebody say amen to that? Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, the Bible says that uh, right after, uh, not long after David died, uh, Solomon's dad, Solomon, uh, Bathsheba came, in, came into the room where Solomon was at. And the scripture says that Solomon stood up, got off of the throne that he was sitting on, the king, the place for the king, stood up, went over and bowed to her and honored her. <laughs> Listen, Solomon didn't follow just the example of his father. I promise you, Solomon also followed the example of his mother. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. And I think, 
I think Bathsheba finished pretty strong. Amen. Yeah. So you might not, you might have, you might have struggled a little bit in your start in your motherhood, but don't let the enemy say it's over. Just get up and say, you know what? Today's a new day, and I'm going to set the example. I'm going to be a person of faith. You, you may not be perfect. You will not be perfect. But your children are not not looking for perfection. They're they're just mm-hmm. looking for you just to, to walk uh, one day at a time and trust God every day. Can yes. somebody? Yeah. That, yes. that I just yes. believe that so strong. Mm-hmm. I can see that in my mom. As a matter of fact, yeah. on Sunday mornings or Saturday nights before. Sunday, we never said, uh, what are we doing tomorrow? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Or get up on Sunday mornings and go, what are we going to do today? I think my mom would have cast the devil out of me. She said, son, you, you must be possessed or something because asking that crazy question. No, we didn't ask. We didn't ask that. We were going to go to church. And we still carry that today. Our kids have never asked, what are we going to do on Sunday? We're, we're, we're going to God's house. And, yes, we're going to, yeah. and, and so just be that, be that example. So thanks, mom, for, for being, being that example. Moms, thanks for releasing us. Mm, I heard, yes, I heard that. Ooh. <laughs> That's probably the hardest one. I think maybe I could probably really struggle with that one pretty good. Um, anyway, we'll go there. Hannah asked God for the gift of a child, and God blessed her with one, and his name was Samuel. She also made this promise. God, if you give me a child, I will give him back to you. Release him. I will release him to you. First mm. um, Samuel one twenty eight says, "So I have given him to the Lord. He is given to the Lord as long as he lives, and they worship the Lord there." So Hannah kept her word. Um, God gave her a child. She uh, committed him back to God. She gave him back to God. Um, she released Samuel into his destiny because we know that with every every child, every person, there is a plan and purpose for their life. And so we do the part. A lot of times we want to hold on, but we've got to, to do that release and let that plan and purpose come forth in their lives. Um, Let me say this. That's just not baby dedication. Right, right, yeah. No, that's not. That, that's when they get to a certain point that you have to be willing to release them into their life. And here, here's why. Mm-hmm. Every, child, every child has a certain bend. Mm-hmm. In other words, God has placed something in that child, in that baby, before they were born. God determined that there's a certain, they're going to have a certain bend. And so as parents, as moms, what we want to do is that we want to, we want to, to, to go with that bend instead of trying to bend the kids the way that you want them to be. <laughs> and, and sometimes bend, we do yeah, that. Yeah, <laughs> and bend them towards the destiny that you want for them. Mm-hmm. If you do that, I promise you what's going to happen. You're going to frustrate that child. Yes, yes. You're going to frustrate your life, and at the end of the day, uh, it, it's just not going to turn out well for mm-hmm. either either the mother or, or or the child. And I'll say this: I know from watching Sandy, you know, with the girls. I'm not saying dads. We're just like, yeah, kids, just glad to get you out of the house. We're you know? just talking mainly. About I get a raise when you're out of the house. You know, you know none of that. I'm not saying that, but I know for moms, it's such a maternal. A strong maternal instinct that they just want to hold on, you know. Mm-hmm. Even when the parent, even when the children are, are you know, going to college or, or stepping into their destiny, you got to be willing to, to 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 turn loose because every child has a, a destiny. There's a and my brother uh, a few years ago wrote, wrote a book called uh, Hardwired, and in the book he tells a story about uh, an experience that he had at his daughter's kindergarten graduation. And, and at the graduation, the, um, the, 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 the facilitator, the MC, was going to some of the kids, and as the parents were in the room, going to some of the kids and saying, well, what are you going to be when you grow up? And so, you know, one of the kids said, well, I'm going to be a doctor. And of course, all the, all the, all the people in the room were like, yeah, 
God, that's so sweet. And then, and then um, another, another, another uh, kid said, well, I'm going to be a fireman. And another said, I'm going to be a policeman. Another one said, I'm going to be a construction worker. And all the parents are just, yeah, that's so precious. And so it got to this one little boy, and the, 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 the MC said, well, what are you going to do when you grow up? And he said, I'm going to be Spider-Man. <laughs> that's a true story. I'm going to be Spider-Man. And, and everybody in the room laughed, just sort of like we all laughed right there, because it was funny. But Chris said, when I was watching that, I was thinking, you know what? You know what? That, that, that came out of that little boy's heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because what does Spider-Man do? Spider-Man helps people. Helps people, yeah. yeah. Spider-Man saves people. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, it's likely that, that, that when that little boy said that, he was expressing inside his little heart, he was expressing, it came out of his little mouth, he was expressing that bend that he had in his heart. And so it would be great if that mother, that father, released him towards that bend and let him go on in effect and help his generation because yeah. I'm telling you yeah. that was his bend. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. And so, so that's the reason it's important that we're, 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 we've got to be willing, we've got to be willing to um, not to try to mold the children, your children, into what you want them to be, mm-hmm. but lead them in and listen to them and lead them into what God wants them to be. Yes. And you do that by releasing them. Yes, yes, yes. That's Yay! a great place to say amen. <laughs> Some of the moms are like, could you go on to the next one, please? Yeah. So anyway, go ahead, Sandy. Moms, thanks for praying for us. Yeah. Yes, yes. yes that's, I, I'm, I'm very, my, I am convinced that why I'm sitting here because of my mom's prayers. I know my dad prayed too, but um, my mom basically she yeah. had a, a, a little small group, and um, you know they would get together, and uh, she they had a box, and they would put names in that box of people that they were praying for, and of course. I wasn't living right at the time, and my name was in that box. I cannot imagine why her name would have been in that box. Well, anyway, we don't want to talk about that. (laughs) So I am a product of prayer, my mom's prayers. She prayed for me, and I do believe the other ladies that were there as well, um, you know, joined in with her, joined their faith together. And so I am a product of prayer, and so prayer is very powerful. Um, 1 Thessalonians 5.17 says, Never stop praying. That means just don't give up. Um, there comes a point when we must let our children go. You know, we're kind of tagging on that part of releasing them. Um, they move out. They start their own lives. Um, I think probably the hardest time that I had with that was whenever we moved to Lake Charles to pastor the church in Lake Charles. Our girls were grown, but I'm just like, oh, I'm just not right there with them, you know. And what's so what three hours and a half, three and a half hours away? But still, I just wasn't right there. So that that was a hard time for me. But I I could still pray for them. That's I right. probably couldn't be right there to hold their hand and walk through everything. And they probably didn't want me to. They're they're grown, but um, but I could I could I could pray for them. Yeah, yeah. and um, you know we release them. Yeah, and they may not be. They may be beyond the reach of your hand, but they're not beyond the reach of your prayers. So you can reach them in your prayers. That's good, Sandy. And so so we may want to hold on to them. And so what I'm telling you to do is you hold on to them in prayer. That's That's the way you hold on to them, especially when you're not right there with them and you can't, you know. And they may say, 
I need some space. And so you just hold on to them in prayer. That's right. You know, uh, and, and you're still praying. You know, yes, yes, I'm still praying. Part of our early morning routine is, yes. is I get up, we both get up early, and Sandy has a place that she goes in the house, and I've got a place that I go. But I, many, many mornings I can hear, I can hear they're praying for kids. And, and um, you know, even, you know, mom on the video, we didn't include this, but my grandmother, was my, she, she's one of my spiritual heroes, uh, she would get up early in the morning, like 4, 4.15 in the morning. And she'd have their big old Bible out there on the table, and, and she'd have her cup of coffee, and, and, and she would pray uh, every day. She would pray for her kids and grandkids and kids that she, uh, relative, kids that she wouldn't even meet in her lifetime. Mm-hmm. How many of you realize that prayer can exceed your lifespan? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they, they can exceed your lifespan. And she would pray and pray and pray and pray. Well, uh, uh, my grandmother, Mama, went to heaven, and, and uh, Mother and I were talking about how that, that you know, in, her, in the phase and the season of life that Mom is in uh, right now, that, that her purpose, her purpose mm-hmm. is to pray. And that, that Mom has sort of taken the role, stepped in the place of my grandmother. How many know that we need to keep the tra- that kind of tradition? We need yes, to keep it going. Yes, Amen. Yes. You need to start that tradition and pass that tradition on because you may be in a season of your life. Maybe you're a grandparent or, 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 or you know later on in your life, and you may think, "Well, I'm struggling with what your purpose is." I can tell you for sure. Part of your purpose is to pray for your kids and yeah. pray for your family yeah. and just yeah. keep praying. Your prayers will outlive you and, and, and don't stop praying, as Sandy said. Uh, yeah. Let me say this. They can run, but they can't hide they can go from beyond prayers. Your prayer. Amen. Yeah. God will run them down. So and, thank you. Thank you and for then, praying. You know, it starts. It doesn't start. Of course, it depends on where you start out, you know, in life or where you're at in your walk with God. But um, as soon as I found out that um, I was pregnant with yeah, the girls, I started praying for them right then. Yeah. I started praying for them while they were in the womb. Yep. I prayed for the um, the plan and purpose for their life. I prayed for their children and, and their children husbands. and their husbands, And uh, which I'm so thankful that we have two wonderful, wonderful son-in-laws Hallelujah. that I'm just so... I just love them dearly, and God's answered my prayers, and He's been faithful in that because they, those husbands, along with our our girls, they love God, love God. and that was just my prayer. Lord, I just want them to love you right. and just to serve you with yeah. all of their heart, whatever that looks like. Yeah. You you got it, you know. So yeah, yeah, yeah. and there, there may be times during that prayer when you're praying for them, as, as, as we're talking about in the video, that, that you don't see anything happening. Well, mm. you just keep praying. Just keep praying. Just keep because praying. Just, just because you don't see something happening doesn't, doesn't mean, mean it's not. Yeah, nothing is happening. Right, right. Just because you don't see something happening doesn't mean that something's not happening. No, there's something happening. There's divine appointments going on. People are speaking. In, I'm telling you, prayer is a powerful yes, thing, so don't yes, stop praying, powerful. moms. Thank you for praying. Yes, Amen. Yes. Amen. Amen. <laughs> and, and the last one is this. This is the last thing that we want to say thanks for. We could stay here all day just saying oh, thanks. Oh, gosh, moms. yes. But, we could th- be but here. But we, we want to say thanks for evening. Yeah, thanks for loving us. Thanks for loving us. And, and I, know, I know you're like, well, what else would moms do? But let me just, let me just as I was praying and thinking about this, this was my point here. I was, I was thinking um, about 1 Corinthians 13. Uh, and that's where the Bible describes, God describes his love. It's the agape love. Mm-hmm. And, and I was just amazed at how accurately this love describes the love of a mom. Yes. Just, just, just listen to this. 1 Corinthians 13, 4 uh, and 3, 7 says, Love does not give up. Love is kind. Love is not jealous. 
This is, this is the wrap up here, so pay close attention to this. Love does uh, not put itself up, excuse me, love does not put itself up as being important. Love has no pride. Love does not do the wrong thing. Love never thinks of itself. Love does not get angry. Love does not remember the suffering that comes from being hurt by someone. Love is not being happy with sin. Love is happy with truth. Love takes everything that comes without giving up. Love believes all things. Love hopes for all things. And love keeps on in all things. So I was reading this. I was thinking, man, that's just like the love of a mom. That's just like the love of a mother because, you know, moms don't typically, mothers don't put themselves up as being as important. I I don't know how many times I've seen this mother here put her kids before herself. I don't know how many times I've seen my mom put her kids and her family before herself. Even when they needed things, they would go without to make sure that their kids had what they needed. Moms, thank you for loving us that way. Moms don't remember the suffering that comes from being hurt by someone. I think one of the biggest mistakes that we make is taking taking our our mothers for granted. And I'm ashamed to say it, but there have been times where I have. I I, I hadn't called as often as I should. And and I know know that there have been times where it would have hurt my mom because I didn't call her as often. But when I did call, when I did call, you know what she would always say? Son, it's so good to talk to you. Son, it's so good to hear your voice. She never said, well, it's about time. When? <laughs> but you know, that's what love does. Even though, even though uh, our children, seen children, they, they say things that might have hurt their parents, maybe neglected, maybe hurt their mom. But you know, what, you, know what, you know what love does? You know what moms do? They just keep coming back. Yeah. And they keep showing that unconditional love. Mm-hmm. Moms take everything that comes without giving up. That's what love does. Mm-hmm. That's what love does. Moms take everything that comes without giving up. You you mentioned your mom earlier, Sandy, and I I watched your mom um, several um, times. mm -hmm. But once was when your uh, sister uh, passed away. Kelly passed away very unexpectedly. I watched her. That was really hard for my mom, of course. You know, you could very well imagine Um, uh, my sister passed away unexpectedly, who was a mom and with three children. And um, that was probably the, that was really hard to, for me to see my mom going through such a hard time. But um, she didn't give up. I mean, it, it was rough there for a little bit, but she didn't give she up didn't on God. Quit. She kept yeah. keeping on, keeping on. She still kept loving. She didn't get bitter yeah. um, to God. You know, I know there was probably a lot of questions that she had, but she didn't. Um, she wasn't bitter towards God. Um, she just kept loving, she loved God and just kept loving her family and loving others. Just kept, kept on keeping on. She just didn't give up. And, um, that, that was probably a a really hard, hard thing to, to see, you know, generally you just, it, it goes the other way, but it happened that way with my mom. But she, you know, I'm so thankful that she didn't give up, that she didn't quit, that she didn't, Say that's it for me. I'm going yeah. to throw in the towel. Yeah, and that's what love so, does. That love does that. Love yes. just doesn't quit. Yeah, just doesn't yes. give up. Mm-hmm. Mom's hope for all things. 
They expect good things to happen in their children's lives. Yeah. They expect it. Mm-hmm. Even when they're being little knotheads, you know, they still <laughs> expect. I got hope for you. I got, I, got, I, got, I got hope. Mothers keep on in all things. Listen, the ability to conceive doesn't make a mother. Yeah. The ability to conceive doesn't make a mother. Mm-hmm. The willingness to love like this, that's what makes a mom. Yes, yeah. Moms, Thank you. Thank you. Thank Thank you you for loving us with this kind of love. It's the God kind of love. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for loving us into the kingdom. Thank you for not quitting and not giving up. Thank you for standing so strong and just being that that example to follow after. Thank you. So we're going to say thank you. Thanks for listening to the Word of Life Center podcast. You can connect with us on Facebook and Twitter or at our website, wordoflifecenter.org.